Did you just check your teeth to see if there's anything in them? I did before we got on here, yeah, because oh. we just ate lunch. I don't want to have like bill spinach, you know. <laughs> Embarrassing. All right, guys, let's get into the show. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag. Still my lines, bro. Sorry, Hashtag AskLovelyTV. Thank so, you very much. I just get so excited to talk I to you know. guys. <laughs> and I'm so excited to bring this series back to YouTube um, based on the amount of questions that we've been getting from you guys. Oh, my gosh. Seems like you guys are so excited funny. too. <laughs> I know. We love it. It's awesome that we're, we have like more questions than we can answer in one show, which is great. So we'll just do the best we can to get as many as we can in one show. Yeah. So this is the, the series, guys, if, you, if you're brand new, where <laughs> you post questions only on Instagram. So at TV, we will go in there on our Instagram stories. So make sure you're watching our Instagram stories and we'll post a question. What is it called? It's like a question tag. A question yeah. tag and we'll say fire your questions for the show and then we'll go in and we'll try to answer as many as we can yeah. on this show right here. So we're no longer taking questions on Twitter, Facebook, and everywhere else. It's just too much of a too much social too, media craze. We're it's still hard to find everything. Don't get me yeah. wrong, we're still post content over there on our Living TV channels, but just we're not gonna take questions for, for this, this video there. Yeah. Okay. okay. So with all of that shed. Let's jump into yeah. the show. Okay, hot fire. Let's go. Kathy Figueroa on Instagram says, has Kai been a little jealous, she said jelly, with little bro Cody? I would absolutely say no. <laughs> no. You don't She's think been so? great. Right? No. And yeah. the reason for that is Jessica and I took a very strategic approach to parenting, I think you would say, right? Like we both kind of agreed um, that I can only do so much with Cody because obviously he's a newborn and he needs the, ta the tatas. Mm -hmm. And Kyla now is is so much more personality and as a dad. And she doesn't need me as much at this point no, in her life. Like she just, I thrive with this little girl. Like she's so much personality. Yeah. I can play with her, throw her around. <laughs> like, you know, she's so awesome. I can take her to the gym with me, take her grocery shopping, whatever I need to do. So it's not that we don't pay attention to the other kid, but we've kind of taken on. We I'm, divide and conquer. Yeah, yeah, I'm the primary kind of guardian for Kyla. She takes care of Cody and it's just worked really well because Kyla hasn't gotten any less attention. If anything, she's she got more, she's yeah. got more attention. Mm -hmm. So she hasn't been jealous whatsoever. I have to tell you guys, like it's absolutely just jaw-droppingly amazing how he stepped up in, and to fill oh, that. Yeah, I, I have told you, you this before, but it's, I'm so lucky to have a guy oh, like Brad because for him to like step in and take over that toddler dad role has just been so helpful. And it's just made it really easy for me to focus on what I need to focus on, which is like spending all of my time and attention on Cody. Mm. So yeah, we're just, I feel like really Thank lucky you, that you're the she, best dad. Like, she knows seriously. my love language. <laughs> my love language is like sign, uh, admiration, verbal signs of affection and yeah. physical signs of affection and ad, ad, admiration and like, yeah, yeah like so that means a lot to and, me. Yeah. And I mean, it's I, been incredible. I think like, you know, people often ask me like, what is something that we don't know about you? I mean, you may, you might know this, but I try to be the best, like I put so much effort in being like the best dad that I possibly can be. And like my kids mean everything to me. Yeah. So 
Um, anyway, but I'm getting almost, this is the first like question in business. I mean, it's not yeah. like you have all day long to spend on dad duties, but I just, I feel like you've done an exceptional you, job. Baby. Yeah. Thank you so much. It really does <laughs> mean a lot you. to me. Yeah. It's been awesome. So Whoa. yeah, long story short, <laughs> no, Kyla <laughs> has not been jealous. Heavy. She's having the time of her life hanging out with this guy. She's, she's doing great. <laughs> she's so much fun. Okay. So you want to read this yeah. one? Yeah. Next question on Instagram from Boyd Fit Fam says, I have been in a calorie deficit for over a year. I have had success, but fat loss seems to be really slowing. Would you suggest reverse dieting to reset my metabolism? I count macros per my meal plan and workout with weights hit four to five times weekly. Great question. Yeah, that is a really great question because I feel like this is such a common shoes to be in, if that makes sense. It's a common you know, phase of transformation that a lot of people hit. We call it a plateau. And what happens is, okay, when you're in a deficit, your body's going to burn some unused energy fat is what it's unused energy and then um it comes to a point where your metabolism is going to kind of reach a set point let's just mm. hope it's body fat what because if you go you're into, not burning muscle if you go into too much of a calorie deficit you don't do too much endurance cardio or all that that's true it could potentially be muscle so there is a really that's a really big point there is like not all deficits are equal right yeah. if your deficit is too big you're actually doing your body more harm than good so i would definitely recommend to uh, check your deficit, make sure that it's not more than 20% of your needs or of your maintenance calories because uh, 20%? too big of it. Yeah. To me, 20% is kind of like at the maximum okay. that it should be. That's ne- my opinion. I've never, but- u- I never use like a percentage. I usually just say, I recommend max 500 deficit 500 calories? of a yeah. day, mm-hmm. unless you're trying to do something really short term. And it's not going to be a sustainable thing over months, over months. But it depends on the person because, you know, 500 calories deficit for a small person is like a really big deficit. But for a bigger dude, that wouldn't be that much. Yeah. You know? so, so it just depends. I think a percentage is kind of better. I don't know why I needed but. to run this on my calculator. <laughs> I was just <laughs> running the number. So I said based on like a 2,000 calorie diet, 400 calories. 20% would be 400. Right. Which I feel like 400 calories is a lot when you're talking about a 2,000 calorie diet. No, I, I mean, mean, that's... It's you. It's usually for me when I recommend it's like in that two to three hundred to five hundred range to mm-hmm. be in a deficit. That's you can safely do that. But you don't want to be in like a thousand calorie deficit. Ongoing. I mean, that would be yeah, especially for a year. Can you imagine being yeah, a thousand no. calorie deficit for a year? That would be not good okay, for your so body. We'll, let's just get to the question. Okay, <laughs> no, we're going a roundabout way. Um, basically, what I'm trying to describe is like you know you want to check and make sure your deficit is not too large, and then also the length of time you've been on that deficit is important. And I do think a year is a really long time to be in a deficit. And, but you know, sometimes it takes longer than a year to achieve a fat loss goal, depending on, you know, how, how much fat you're trying to lose. It could take a while, but what I do highly recommend for people who hit that plateau is exactly what you said is go back to a phase of eating at your maintenance calories, get your metabolism back up to speed. Maybe you don't lose weight for a little while, but you're not losing weight anyway in your deficit. So what's the difference, right? So if you go back to your, uh, maintenance calories you kind of sit at the weight that you're at for a while get your metabolism fired up again really focus on you know strength training getting your body stronger um, eating the right muscle. types of foods yeah muscle, exactly muscle. building that muscle and then you can safely go into a controlled deficit again when you're ready for it you know when you feel like your energy is back 
and everything's going smoothly again. So well it's, it's kind of like taking a diet break is what some people call it, um, but or reverse dieting, getting back up to maintenance. Sometimes a lot of people will even see more fat loss once they do get back to their maintenance, which is surprising yeah. because you wouldn't expect that, but sometimes that's what your body needs to get back into fat burning mode. Yeah, I would say the only thing I need to know in this question that you didn't give us is you said you've been, you are, have been in a calorie deficit, but how much of a right. calorie deficit. Yeah, which is a big question. Yeah, like we, what we, percentage of yeah. your maintenance calories okay. is your deficit? And but, if you find that it is too, like more than 20%, I would suggest going to 20% all right. deficit, or if not back all the way to maintenance. I'm like sipping on on my, uh, this is like a, a, a what bone broth-ish type drink, and I'm being very cognizant that I'm not sipping into the mic. Oh, <laughs> To me, that's so annoying. Oh, Somebody gross. eats and... So that was probably very annoying what I just did. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Is that annoying? <laughs> Next question. Okay. Right. So we have one from Rosalind Tapper. We actually have three questions um, from the same person. So we're going to try to give everyone a chance and we'll just answer one of those three for now. So let's go with this one. Is it safe to go jogging five days a week without risk of injury? I mean, it depends on the person, to be honest. Like if you are, or if you have been jogging for a long period of time and you're very experienced in it, five days a week. You could probably do it no problem. But if you're brand new to jogging, five days a week. Going zero to five. Zero to five is going to be a lot. And I would ask you, why are you going jogging five days a week? Well, if for you some love people, jogging, you know, if it's enjoyment. For some people, they love jogging because of the, the happy hormones, you know, the runner's high that you get from it, then that's one thing. But if you think you need to run or go jogging five days a week, to lose weight for fat loss or for the guy yeah, there's better health. there's better ways than jogging five also days how a week. long are we jogging for because you know a three minute jog would be probably a lot safer than a three yeah. hour jog so it just kind of depends on we'd need more details yeah. i guess to answer that question properly but i think in general i don't think that's going to be unsafe for you i think you're going to be okay well if but, you're experienced yeah but, and if but, you keep it to a moderate amount well she's asking five days a week no but like you know, how many minutes or like how long, True. you know, yeah. five days a week is just big. I, think. I would say yeah. rather than going jogging five days a week, I'd say get on a program mm -hmm. that will based on your goals, based on your fitness level and based on having access to equipment. So if you work out at home yeah. or if you work out at the gym, so yeah, I was going to say that go, doesn't mean you have take... to go to the gym. You could train at home five days a week. You could even be just doing body weight exercises five days a week, but instead of doing the repetitive action of jogging, 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 jogging every every day, it's the same form of exercise. I would like to see you vary it and just do, you know, other exercises. Well, then the other exercises yeah. will tell you in the program. So what I was yeah. going to say is go to liveleantv.com forward slash quiz. Take the quick quiz that we do. It's the Live Lean Body Quiz. And we'll, we'll tell you what the best program is based on all those factors. Do I like interrupt you on that one? Sorry, you though. just kind of did. But you know what? I'm Ouch. used to it now. <laughs> Before, we probably would have been like, all right, cut. <laughs> Would you stop cutting me? Start the show over again. <laughs> now I'm just like, it is what it is. <laughs> but thank you for noticing. That, that's though. what happens when you get two coaches. You know, we're gonna try to talk over each other sometimes. That's how. It no, is. it's just allow the other person to get their sentence out. Okay. And then you can give your spiel. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. All right. What's the next question? <laughs> From Fabio. 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 Ninety-three. I will read it to you. What equipment should I get to for working out when on the road? So, what kind of equipment should you get when you're working out 
on the road. My favorite things for packing and traveling. My favorite thing is, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh man. I don't think they're having fun as much fun as I'm me. having fun. Okay. okay. Uh, so if you guys are having fun, comment down below. All right, go ahead. Oh man. All right. Ready? Are you done? Already. Okay. So my favorite things for taking on the road that are easy to pack in your suitcase are resistance bands, like specifically the small loop resistance bands, um, a jump rope, and just a pair of sneakers. That's like all I would take with me. I'm not going to put dumbbells in my suitcase, no way. Um, I wouldn't do any weights. I would just do like stretch bands yeah. and maybe a jump rope because th those are light and easy to take with. My favorite is TRX. Oh, really? Yeah. To pack in your suitcase? Kind of bulky for no, the suitcase. bro. Bulky, bro? No, like... It doesn't, like, fold up small. You can't put that in your pocket. If you have a lit... If you have a normal... Like, it's in a bag like this. If you don't know mm -hmm. what a TRX is, I'll link it down below. That's true. The bag would be, like, probably... No, like, it's like, like this. Like this big? I don't know. It's... And that's what... You can... It's a suspension training. You can do a lot of things with it. That's what I would take. It's true. You can do a lot of things with that. But really, don't feel like you need equipment no. when you go traveling because really just your body. You can do so many things, even without sneakers. Like, I mean, so, even sneakers are optional. You can just work out in your bikini or... Oh, is this a guy or a girl? You can work out in your swimsuit by the pool. You don't need anything. Yes. So don't I, feel like you need stuff. So I would recommend you go take the Live Lean Body quiz and I would recommend <laughs> that the program that's probably gonna tell you to do based on that question would be Live Lean 15. And I have people Which all, requires no equipment. I have people all over the place saying, oh, I'm in a hotel because I'm on a corporate trip and I'm doing Live Lean 15 with, you, with Brad. And you're watching the video with me, you're doing the workout with me. So, so we'll cool. link that up down below. Yeah. You want me to train you? That's the program. Actually, I didn't even mention that, but like the one thing I would take with me is a program, right? I, didn't oh, I thought think... you were going to say is, yeah. is my body. <laughs> yeah, no, that too. I'm, I'm obviously going to take my body when I travel. Um, but yeah, taking a program would be even more valuable than having like a stretch band and it's a jump true. rope because, you know, you get out your stretch band jump rope and you're like, now what? Yeah. So it'd be even better to just, you know, take no equipment and just your program, which can be on your phone in your pocket. Okay, so next question is from Swaswaswagger. Swaswaswagger. Swagger. Swagger. <laughs> that just proved you didn't have any swagger. <laughs> is it okay to drink two cups of tea caffeinated on a weight loss plan? Of course, bro. Yeah. What would be wrong with that? Tea. Tea is not even that high in caffeine anyway. Tea Even is... if it's black tea, it's like lower than coffee. Yeah, and there's no calories to tea unless yeah. you're adding sugar no and sugar. everything else to yeah. it. So, of course. Definitely. Drink okay. away. Like we Do drink we drink probably one or two cups of tea just per day. Tea. But herbal usually. Well, no, like, like the one I'm drinking right now is herbal, not caffeine. I had a green tea before this, yeah. and then at nighttime I'll have an herbal tea or sometimes right. I'll have an herbal tea through the day as well. But I have no problem with that, no. drinking caffeinated tea. I don't see why that would don't, hinder your weight loss. Yeah, don't if anything, it's going to help it. Don't overcomplicate this, guys. Like, if mm -hmm. tea, it's good. We'll I'm, I'm really that. not sure why anyone would think that that would be a problem with weight loss. I'd love to know follow-up. Yeah. If you can comment down below, why would you be afraid to drink caffeinated tea on a weight loss plan? If you have the swagger to do that, which, <laughs> based on your name, I think you do. Okay, next question from Sunfit Shine says, what is the best way to do HIT? Is it good to do every day? How long should a HIT session be? I got a good okay. answer for this. Oh, do ya? It's brewing. 
Okay. Are you going to share no, you, with us? You, you, I asked you the question, so you go ahead. Oh, okay. So the best way to do hit. What does it mean by best way? Like mm, the do best. We, do we way. have any hit programs? Yeah. Like I was going to say, the best way is to follow a hit workout that's pre-designed instead of just making it up as you go. I guess if that answers the question. But well, what does she mean by best way? That well, how do you get the most results out of doing yeah. a hit program or a, a hit? A so hit. it would yeah. be get doing a program that's designed for hit. So yeah. if that answers your second question. Is it good to do every day? Well, no, our would, hit yeah, programs come with days. a workout schedule. Yeah. So it tells you the days to do hit, the days for recovery, potentially the days to do strength training, potentially the days to, to train your abs. It's all done inside of the program with a schedule. And then your last one is how long should hit session be? So, you know, the workouts are programmed around a duration time. So, to, yeah. so Live Lean Sprint 2.0 is a program we just came out with. It answers all those questions, so you don't have to keep thinking to yourself, "What about this? Or what like about this?" Worrying if you're doing it right. What am I yeah. missing with this? Just execute on the program. Like I am a mm -hmm. byproduct. Everything about me is a byproduct of following a program. That's how I got to the point where I am right now. That's why I am so just passionate about getting people to go on a program, get out of their head, take away all the guessing, and just execute on the program that is yes. on your phone. And that's what we give you guys when you guys get Livlean programs. So the best way to do HIT can be cardio-based, like on a track, it can be on a treadmill, it can be with weights, it can be body yeah. weight, it can be any of those things. Yeah, Is it good to so do every ways. day? No, I wouldn't do a HIT workout every day. And how long should HIT session be? I think HIT can be done within 20 minutes. So you take... Yeah, yeah, I feel like no longer than 20 minutes. I feel like if, if your HIT session is taking an hour, then it's not actually high intensity. You're not high intensity. You, as a human being, you just cannot perform at high intensity for that long. Your intensity is going to suffer if the workout goes too long. So yeah, I agree with you. Like 20 minutes is kind yeah. of a maximum for that, but it can be as short as four minutes depending on the workout that you're following. So you'll see like on YouTube, we've done tons of those four minute Tabatas. Those are a great way to do HIT. Um, but yeah, like on our program, yeah, we but have lots of hits also. I've been kind of back and forth. Is Tabata actually a hit? And in my opinion, knowing what oh, I know now. Because you feel like it's more of a metabolic. It's more of a metabolic training. And that's, once again, that's kind of going down to science-y for yeah. a lot of people. But a hit means you work out at a high intensity for a short period of time and, and then you, you allow enough, enough time yeah. to let your heart rate come back down. Once it's down there, you go hit again. Tabata is 20 on, ten, it's the opposite. So it's more of a metabolic house instead of training. But I would recommend you go do Live Lean Sprint 2.0, please. So down in the comments, guys, if you've bought our programs, if you've been one of our success stories, chat it up, like let people know what they get with our programs because you know we need more people in the Live Lean Nation getting the programs, getting results so we can spread this mission to even more people and get you results in the meantime. Yeah, so many questions go away when you're following a program. You don't have to worry about exactly. what or how much or how often because it's all just there for you. So yeah. it makes working out so much simpler. Okay, let's move on to the next one from Miss Jenny D. Lane says, how long must a walk be considered to be considered a workout? Does heart rate matter? Oh, I like this question. I feel like you're, you're going to have a lot of opinions on this. Well, I, I answered this question in one of my videos recently. Oh, right. Um, I, yeah. What did you say in your video? Well, the video I think was is walking a good form of weight loss or fat loss mm -hmm. or something like that. And you talked about parameters of how long it needs to be. Yeah. And yeah. So it, it once again. Give us a summary. Or so I'll just it? yeah I'll quickly summarize it. So it really depends on where you are in your live lean journey. So if you're brand new, 
and you know you're over quite a bit overweight and just getting out and moving is something like new to you then walking can be an excellent form of exercise i'm not saying walking's not an activity but in order for it to be good for um, to get you your body composition goals it's not necessarily a form of exercise for us it's an activity so in order for it yeah. to be exercise, it needs you to get your heart rate up to a certain amount of period. And that's what you're asking in the question. Heart rate does matter. I always say to get to about 60 to 65% of your max heart rate. And if you go look at that video, we'll link it down below. We teach you how to figure out your heart rate in that video. But basically try to walk as if you're, you're late for a meeting is what I always say. Yeah. So like if you're hustle. looking at your watch, it's 11.59, your meeting's at 12 with your boss and you're like a mile away, walk like, well, maybe not like that far, but <laughs> walk as fast and you'll see me. If Just you ever, like a quick clip, yeah. You ever see me out in the street, like I'm walking fast. Now, when you're with Bruno, it's a little different. Yeah. He has to smell every single bush. Yeah. And I feel like when 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 we're with him, it doesn't feel like a workout at all because yeah. you're just like standing there waiting for him to finish. And so yeah, it, it, I think the heart rate does matter. And if you wear a heart rate monitor, you'll see a big difference when you're like walking the dog versus walking for exercise. Good point. There's a really big difference in your heart rate when you like go for it versus just kind of like stroll around and people always make comments about like oh i'm going on vacation but i'll be walking a lot i feel yeah. like it doesn't really count if you're like at a well, museum it, staring at stuff yeah. standing still you know what i mean it's it does count different it, than exercise it's walking. better than being on yes, a couch watching tv you do stand uh, you burn more calories standing than sitting obviously but if but. you go out with the intention of walking a mile and you go like you're late for a meeting. You like work it. For some people, that can get your heart rate to that 65%, yeah. and it can be a form of exercise. Yeah. But if you're just walking Bruno down the street, and you, like <laughs> we said, it's just an activity. Yeah, and it's good for you. Like we're not saying don't do no, it. No, I know. Still, we're gonna get yeah, flack for this. Yeah, like, it's still good for you. Moving your body is moving your body, but, but yeah, it should elevate your you heart gotta, rate if you want it to be a considered yeah, a workout. We gotta put context around it. Okay. Okay. Next from Robbie. Robbie Janai says, "How slash when cardio with weight training programs? Example Mass 2.0 and which one okay. sprint? So I think so what you're asking is to um, combine them." if you should do how to do cardio and when you should do cardio yeah. with our mass 2.0, which is our muscle building program. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's the example she gave. So I'll give you that. So yeah. with a muscle building program, our primary goal, like we're laser focused is on building muscle. So it's not necessarily to build muscle, lose fat, get stronger, get more athletic, do the, it's mm -hmm. to build muscle. But what makes live lean programs different is we go into it with not a bulk where you're just all out focused like on muscle calories. no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We're looking at what we call lean muscle where you're building muscle without all that unnecessary excess bulky fat. So we do include some cardio in Live Lean Mass 2.0 program and we'll link that down below. Um, so it's in there for you, but we do recommend that it's limited. So maybe if you're a hard gainer, cardio is very limited, but if you're kind of an endomorph or a mesomorph where you kind of hold weight a little bit more, then adding cardio in there can help reduce the amount of potential excess fat if you're on that yeah. um, muscle building zone. And, um, and, li and then you mentioned Sprint 2.0. So Sprint 2.0, we teach you in that program how to include that into other programs like Live Lean Mass. So we consider Live Lean 2.0 like a plug-in program. So Mass is your, what was the word you used for them? Or showcase or... 
Oh, uh, signature? Signature programs. Yeah. And then the plugin programs can go in to complement that program. So yes, I would recommend both of those programs to build the lean muscle while also mitigating the fat gain. But I, I really like your point of focusing because I feel like this is a hard concept for a lot of people to just focus on one program at a time. And I understand the desire to like combine a couple of programs at once. If you have more than one goal, it's like, yeah, you want to build muscle, but you also want to lose fat. And it's like, you kind of want both of those equally. Well, if, but... that, if that's your goal, then we have a program for that. Yeah, yeah, that's called exactly. Body recomposition. Body recomposition. Yeah. That's Live Lean Afterburn, Afterburn. 2.0. Mm -hmm. But muscle... But yeah, I also do think there's a lot of value in putting your body through phases, mm -hmm. you know? And just look at... Our programs don't take that long, right? We're talking about like six, nine, or 12-week investment. It's not like a whole year of just focusing on building muscle. It's just like a six-week phase. So put yourself through different phases and it's okay to... It's not like your fat loss goal is completely forgotten. When you're doing lively mass, you're still going to be losing some fat while you're doing it just by like by building more muscle, you're going to be kind of automatically burning some fat because the more muscle your body has, the faster especially your metabolism is going to work. Especially you know? over the long term. Yeah, exactly. So don't be afraid to put um, Live Lean Sprint 2.0 kind of on, on the back burner for a little bit while you're finishing Live Lean Mass and then really give it your all. For six weeks, just be laser focused on what the goal of that program is and then do Sprint 2.0 next. Well, so no, 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 no. We're, we're going to... Because what I what I just said was Sprint 2.0 is a plug-in program. It's yes. meant Sprint 2.0 is not meant to be done on your own. Like it's not meant to be okay for this next six weeks. I'm doing All Sprint 2.0. That's true. It's meant yeah. to be a plug-in program. I'm doing Live Lean Mass, and then on the off days, one or two days, that I'm going to do really Live Lean Sprint 2.0. So yeah. we can't. True mixed messages here you're right you're right that's right, specifically right. why that program was yeah designed. you're right so those two programs was a bad example of that i guess but if when it comes to like formula for women or formula x like those two yeah. are meant to be done on their own so i wouldn't recommend like combining those there's some programs we would combine others we wouldn't so yeah thanks for correcting me there because i just that's why I wasn't here. thinking that much because you're right, Sprint Point is not like a standalone. Quality assurance, yeah. that's me. Yeah, <laughs> he got you. Okay, what's the next question? Let's do another Rosalind question. Oh, is, yeah. did we already answer Yeah, we answered thing? one question from her, but we can do another. Okay, so Rosalind Sneaky. Tapper says, what things will you pass on with raising your kids that you got ah. from your own upbringing? I like this question. Interesting. I love these questions. Like they don't always have to be fitness oriented. Yeah, this one is about family and kids and being parents. But yeah. I, I always say the one, like the main thing that I took away from my mom that I want to pass on to my kids is, and I've said this before, it's the golden rule. So she always taught me, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Mm -hmm. Meaning in today's language, treat others how you would want to be treated. And I always think that like, if I'm in, even with us, like if we're in a disagreement or an argument or something, I always think, what if Jessica did that to me? How would I feel what I just did to her? And then I, that's my mindset that I go into it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, so my goal with Cody and Kyla is, you know, show empathy towards people, treat them as, you know, kindly, kindness. Like I really got that from my mom. She's like yeah. the kindest, gentlest yeah. human being that's ever. True. So hopefully I can pass that on. I do love that. You know what's funny about this question? Like I read it as what will you pass on? Like what will you not want to teach your kids? Isn't that weird? And you read it as like what will you like pass on? It was like a different oh, interpretation, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? So 
<laughs> it's interesting. I was like, I was like confused when you were answering it that way. I was so, like, wait, yeah. what are we passing on? So comment below. Do you take on? it as in what will we give to our kids, like instill in our kids, or, <laughs> or like what will not we teach them? Not <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I like the way you read it though. Like, what do I want to pass I on think that my parents yeah. taught to me? Um, for for me, it's kind of like hard work is kind of like the first thing that comes to my mind. I feel like my parents always. Um, kind of led by example like they were always hardworking. like they made it a priority to like stay healthy and stay in shape and be active and mm -hmm. all that stuff so I feel like that um, helped me just like have an active life because I always saw my parents living an yeah. active life and so yeah I feel like we're already doing that with our kids but oh, I yeah. mean that's one thing that's important to me is I want to lead by example showing them that exercise can be you know, a priority for you instead of like last priority, like, like make it, it a, a first priority. All right. So I think I hear Cody crying. Yep. There yeah, he is. Okay. <laughs> That's show our buzzer ends. people. That's yeah. our buzzer for the show. Okay. So guys, um, thank you so much for watching. We really, we'll we, see you at the next we love doing these. Yeah, you can go. Okay. I'll, I'll end up typically here on the show. We do uh, not a private question, but an extended question over on the podcast. So let me just do a quick shout out here. If you're not, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. But we'd also love you to get over onto our podcast. And based on last week's question, somebody asked, "Are we on Spotify?" We are on Spotify now. We we figured that out. So um, you can listen on Spotify over on Apple Podcasts, which is the formerly known as iTunes. We're on Stitcher for Android users. So you can check us out over there. Comment below if you're listening to us on a podcast. We love you guys. Thanks for watching and keep living lean, boy.